0: I reside in the States, but Scotland is where I'm from. Sometimes I feel defeated, but we will always stand tall. Fighting with my family, we're the one we go Talk talks of bread and wine and our children Throw the world into the ground With a people need to stand Firm and understand Without liberty and freedom All we have is dirt and land Holding the sword high I'll stem firmly through the pain The end of my life. A decision you should make. I will be your servant and a warrior whose soul you will take. You we may fall, holding the line. Yeah, we may fall, but we'll be fine. The world will see.
1: Prize, who the will Good evening, family. How's everybody doing today? I was hoping Dude would be in here already because, uh, very happy, special birthday to uh, Brother Deuce Sprinklers, and I'm hoping he'll pop on here eventually. If not, I will give him another shout-out. Happy birthday at the end of the show, because we love Deuce, man. It is awesome. Every day, we got so many birthdays in this group. So uh, everybody make sure to give Deuce Sprinklers a very happy birthday once uh, he pops in here. Probably got some good dinner going on, but we got Rhonda in here. It's great to see you, Rhonda. Um, as this is Kilt the Christian episode 524. I've called this one J-Woo, the Pooh and the Coo. Or we were going to call it the J-Wu-Tang Clan. I don't know what we are going to call it, but we're going to have a great guest on tonight. That would be our brother, J-Wu. We're going to have a fun conversation this evening after we get done with a little bit of news. Once again, Kilt the Christian, episode 524, J-Wu, the Pooh and the Coo. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures. But we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. All right, once again, I hope everyone had a blessed day. And for those of you that I did not get a chance to say hello to, God bless you all. Thank you so much for coming. MSM Liars, John, great to see you, brother. hope you're staying warm. It's hard to stay warm here. We got a nice fire going on out there. got a lot of wood chop because we got some cold days coming here. Got more snow. I think we may be getting up to four inches tomorrow through us. Friday or Saturday morning or something like that. But then next week, we're back into the 40s and the 50s. It's going to be amazing how warm 45 is compared to the negatives that we've seen compared to the, I think today was like 16 or something like that. Not complaining here because uh, I noticed that a couple of our locks are starting to freeze over. And uh, that means that I'm going to have to build my little makeshift cooler Zamboni, clean that ice a little bit, and have a place to go ice skate right down the road. So we'll see if uh, the farmers get upset with that or they come join me. That would be awesome. But anyways, we'll go ahead and say hello to our very special guest who I always love having on here, Jay Wu Tang Clan. (laughs) How are you doing, brother? I'm good. Uh, That's funny. That's
2: one I hadn't thought
1: of yet. I well now I was thinking about that earlier when I was calling the show Jay Wu the
2: Pooh, and the Koo. And I'm like, man, we ought to call it the Jay Wu Tang clan. <laughs> Jay Wu Tang clan. Well, clan of one. <clears throat> but uh I'm good. How are you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, we're gonna have an interesting couple conversations because I know that you had some things that you wanted to come on here and talk about. And uh, you know, we had a conversation. There was a video that jeff had sent me and i'll make sure to post this up on kc uh telegram when we're done it's a very long video it was about two hours long um phenomenal the guy did some some major major scriptural research and we'll be getting into a little bit of that video later on obviously just a tiny bit we'll have a discussion about it and we'll get into some other things you want to talk about as well but uh we got a lot of news man you ready to get into some news tonight Uh, maybe we should pray first yeah you want to do why don't you do that you want to begin with a prayer and then
2: i'll end with a prayer
1: i'll fire it off. all right
2: lord jesus ah, thank you thank you for this group of people for this time with my my brother joseph and uh well even the scary news because it reminds us that we have you and we got nothing to worry about so thank you thank you for all that you do have done will do you are the most high and most beautiful god there is in all the universe because you created it. So thank you. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. See, man, what's what's
1: better than ending a show in a prayer, beginning and ending in a show, we a throw one right in the center of the show, too.
2: Oh, we could do that. Yeah, man. You we'll can't pray enough.
1: No, you can't, man. Like I said, as I I find myself, I'm just you know, going into weird random prayers. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll be sitting down doing something and I will literally find myself in the middle of a prayer or I'll be praying while I'm sleeping and I'll wake up praying. I don't know if you've ever done that or not
2: but i have not that's that's badass well, it's yeah. kind of
1: cool man because it, it's it's like prayer is my default you know what i'm saying like if my brain's not doing something it it defaults to prayer like automatically so i mean even when i don't realize i'm doing it i'm doing it so hey that's that's
2: good prayer muscle memory
1: yeah it is. that's basically what it is exactly it's prayer muscle memory I and, like it. and uh there's i'm not going to have any spiritual atrophy here because we're not going to have time for it um 2024 we're, Man, can you believe it we're we're already 17 days into 2024 and uh every day has just been a little weirder <laughs>
2: this is this is gonna be one heck of a year
1: oh this is gonna be one heck of a year and uh some of the things that i talk about here in a little bit aren't so much fun but this is what we're walking into in 2024 nothing that i say is here to scare you because god said fear not be not afraid so there's no point in freaking out um everything's about just being prepared and we know that uh, they certainly don't want Trump being our next president. Again, they, they definitely don't want that. Um, and we know that they're going to be doing some pretty uh, devious stuff coming up this year. The closer we get to the election, I mean, because we're not going to have an election. I'll tell you that right now. No 2024 election this year. They're going to play this game in the charade. They know that Trump's going to just kill it in, in the polls this year. Um they can't afford to getting even to the election. So, you know, what are we looking at? Um, alien invasion. We looking at, uh, the disease X. So we looking at world war three, we looking at all of the above. Cause it kind of seems like they're pressing for all of the above and whichever
2: one takes are going to run with. They're gonna, yeah. They're going to roll it all out for sure. It looks like, but, uh, Hey, when this, once this year's over with, they ain't got nothing left,
1: brother. I mean, I'm hoping once this year is over, we're all like having KC episodes up in heaven. You know, God's got a little, he'll, he'll be like, okay, I've got a little podcast table set up for you um, next to the tree of life. So just, just do what
2: you do. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Although I kind of want to, I kind of want to turn this place around before I get up there. You know? No, no, no.
1: We got a year to do what we can do. And like I said, we we know um, that God's going to come take us home at some point, but we also have a very big mission right here on this earth, which we talk about a lot. You know, I mean, obviously focus on heaven, but we got to focus on what's taking place on this earth right now. And we can't stop our mission because, um, I mean, as much as you and I would love to know when Jesus is coming home, we're coming back here to take us home. We don't. And, um, yeah. you know, it's so like I said, at the very least, we got some fighting to do here. Um Preferably not violence, but if it gets to that point, you know, where we have to defend ourselves, you know, so be it. I was going through a lot of scripture um talking about this specific subject, you know, where it did reach that point. Many occasions in the Bible did it reach the point where where humans had to step up and do something. Um, and this is kind of where, where we are right now. Wait a minute. Kilted Pooh cult minion. I'm guessing that's Matt <laughs> says, I found pitchforks, fifty percent off at rural king. Well, awesome. So I'm gonna to have to go get some pitchforks and flashlights, and tape the flashlights to my pitchforks, and then uh, hopefully you tactical and I get that lightsaber we've been talking about.
2: Tactical pitchforks.
1: Yeah, tactical pitchfork.
2: Exactly. It's you know, like um, part DJ shotgun. Shaw, think, uh, DJ Shaw is uh, well known for her throat punching, so you might want to keep her around. Oh, awesome! Well, we actually. Um, have a couple of openings for throat punchers. So
1: um, if you want to reach out to kiltedchristian@gmail.com um, and apply for the throat punching job, um, we have that. We also have one more spot for a flamethrower. So anyone out Ooh. there other than Punky, uh, Punky is our lead flamethrower at the moment. So,
2: And uh, I, I imagine uh, DJ will be happy to train anyone in the art of throat punching.
1: Awesome. Yeah, awesome. So. I bet there's like a skill to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's probably, DJ's probably good enough to where she does the throat punch, but doesn't have to make contact. It's like, it's a chief throat punch.
2: Hmm. Yeah, like those guys who blow out the candles from across the room. Yeah,
1: exactly, like something that that Bruce Lee would be
2: would be doing. I haven't heard her key. Eye yet. I'm curious what she sounds like.
1: When she... Yeah, no lie, man. We got to get a film of this. So we'll, we'll make some uh, throat-punching documentaries to put up on YouTube.
2: There we go, perfect.
1: And have we'll a, get a, well, get her a
2: nice life-sized demon to punch in the throat.
1: Oh, no, man. But we'll get a... I know kilted Pooh Cult Minion says, right in the Adam's apple. But I say Adam. Right in the Adam Schiff's apple. So we'll get Adam Schiff. We'll just let her... We'll let DJ go crazy on Adam Schiff's throat and see what happens. Just do some throat punching, man. And and, and I want to pay to watch that. Poo Cult
2: Minion.
1: He's got stuff coming to him anyways. Um... <laughs> so what do we got here? So this is uh, great. This is awesome. So a lot of the illegals that are being interviewed right now um, in different cities, uh, are now complaining that America winters are too cold. I mean, you know, I mean like there's people literally from Africa that are like, I want to go back home. And I'm like, well, we'll go back home. You know, I don't want to sound rude or anything, but like, I don't know what you were expecting when, you know, did you not like look on a map or, or Google like Michigan or Chicago and see what the winners were like?
2: Well, he didn't get his phone till he got here. So.
1: Uh, that's probably what it was. And then he forgot to Google it. Then he gets Absolutely. into Chicago and was like, what the heck is all this wet white stuff? Why is it so cold? Yeah,
2: well, maybe we can turn up the heat for him. Yeah, Rwanda's not like this. <laughs> like, surprise. You know, there's a lot of empty countries at this point, so we might just want to move. I mean, there's a lot of warm, empty countries. Matter of fact, that, maybe that's
1: what we need to do, is just let everybody move here, and then we'll mm-hmm. just... Hop over and take their
2: place. Yeah, Honduras might be nice.
1: Yeah, I'll take it.
2: Just kind of subtropical. I do. I kind of love my country. Um, I do too. But you know, something new isn't so bad. Exactly. We'll uh, we'll get we'll get stuff handled here, and then we'll head on down.
1: Yep. Exactly. And we'll just let Trump come in here and kick everybody back out because you know
2: it's coming. Oh, actually, we could go down there, check it out, and then we'll come back illegally and get all the perks. That's what I'm saying. That's how we do it. Just. You know, take a nice little vacation
1: we'll figure out how to get over to mexico we'll all walk back we all we need to learn is a, uh, um no habla anglaise and and we're good to go um get to get a serious
2: tan on yeah get
1: a, get i mean that's not gonna happen here um i'll get a serious burn on um maybe maybe if i get a nice enough sombrero they won't realize that i am just a scottish kid in a kilt um walking across the american border <laughs>
2: You may have to lose the kilt.
1: I may have to lose the kilt. That may be the dead giveaway. But I, it is a great way to have a, a very inexpensive but possibly free vacation. Come over here, get the four thousand dollars the government's giving you, get a free hotel somewhere in one of those cities that you that you want to go to. Um there you go, free vacation.
2: You know, I wouldn't mind checking out Florida. We got people over there.
1: Yeah, no lie. We got so yeah, we do have some people over in Florida. And the fishing's good. So yeah, win win. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. And and I love uh I love alligator hunting. You got that in Florida. There you
2: go. Steve could probably take you alligator. Hunting.
1: Heck yeah, man. I bet Steve. That's what it is, man. Steve's like he's like uh he's like a um what was the Australian guy's name? The guy that did all the the snake oh, hunting in the Steve Irwin. Yeah, Steve Irwin. See, that's what I'm saying. He's like he's like Florida's very own Steve Irwin. There you go. He says, "Yes, Joseph, take the dress off." <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That that may be a deal killer trying to cross the border and convincing them that uh, I'm from a South American country. Then what's the kill? This is our traditional tribal wear.
2: Right. You I know? don't think they're allowing Scots in.
1: Nah, they- they're not. They don't want Scots in. They don't want Irish or Scots. As a matter of fact, if you're as white as I am, then you're not gonna get into this
2: country. That, that's because your people went through slavery a long time ago. Yeah, a real long time ago. We sure did. We sure did. But
1: like I said, there's there's no, like, a fake tan wouldn't work on me, man. I'm just, I'm too glowy white. Or this nice shade of red that I am when it gets cold. So I also get the same nice shade of red when I'm out in the sun, I'm mowing the lawn during the summertime.
2: Hmm. We could dye your hair and
1: beard, then. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, we don't have to dye it, man. Give me another year of this Biden administration, and my beard's going to be straight up white.
2: <laughs> I don't think the Biden administration's live
1: year. Yeah, because I blame this one on I call this one my Biden beard. Like I said I, I had one gray hair in my beard um, before twenty twenty. And then after twenty twenty, what ended up happening? I ended up getting this white beard, man. Thanks, Richard. Joe Biden. <laughs> Thanks, Bidenomics.
2: Looks, looks good on you though.
1: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. You know, we my, my family, because I've got a, a redheaded family. So instead of going gray, we go white. So I'll be like like Santa Claus here at some
2: point. Um, that's racist, by the way.
1: Probably is. I know. I'll be making fun of myself being white, man. But, you know, like I've said before, nobody can pick on themselves better than a Scott. We can make fun of each other all day long. And, and it's, it's hard to get under our skin. It's possible, you know, <laughs> but it's hard.
2: Right. Well, and it's the same of the manual labor crowd, too, for the most part. I mean, we got pretty thick skins because— as someone has worked in, you know, the, the trades his whole life, um, we tend to go for the jugular. I mean, you sense weakness in your your coworkers; it's on, and that's mm-hmm. that's the nerve that you hammer on whenever you see them. Yep, that's part of it. I mean, that's it's
1: the same thing. Working back of the house in a kitchen and working construction very similar. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, if you don't want somebody to know something, keep your mouth shut because they will never let it go. So you better have thick skin. You better be tough.
2: Right. Well, if you don't let it bother you or if you roll with it, then they'll leave it alone.
1: No, they will. And that's the thing about me. You can pick on me all day. Nobody can pick on me better than
2: I can pick on me. So you
1: start picking on me, man. I will pick on me worse. Same here. Yeah, I'll outdo you
2: insulting me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Kilted poo Cult Minion says factory workers watch out. Factories are the same exact way. I worked in a Herman Miller for a while. Same exact way. Got to have some tough skin.
2: Hmm. That's just that's dysfunctional love right there. If you're not, you know, if you're not having poo flung at you, they don't like you.
1: Now, see, that's the thing. That's that's the family I grew up in. Um, anyone here that's got a Scottish family knows what I'm talking about. Like, you don't traditionally have a dad that's like, "I love you, son. I'm so proud of you." Um, but when you come home and they're not making fun of you, they're mad at you're you or you're in trouble. trouble. So yeah. I always knew when I would come home that my dad he would. Pick on me, start calling me names, making fun of me, and I'm like, "Oh, cool, pops is in a good mood tonight." You know what I'm saying? So, I just I took that to me when Dad was making fun of me. I took it as "I love you."
2: Well did did Dad wear a kilt?
1: Yeah, he did not all the time. Um, one of my favorite pictures actually, sadly, um, it's the person he's with that I'm not too fond of, but he's got uh pictures with all the bushes, um, black tie tuxedo and his kilt going to the different um. GOP functions.
2: Nice. I, I was just thinking, you know, when he pulls his belt to give you a whooping,
1: mm-hmm. that
2: could get extra scary.
1: Oh man. Cause he's a big guy, which means a big belt. And the Scottish belts are thick.
2: Well, that and the kilt might slide down.
1: Yeah. Well, fortunately my dad wears his kilt properly over the stomach because, uh, oh. your traditional kilt comes above your navel. Um, I don't, I hate wearing mine up like that
2: i did not know that
1: yeah so for the most part kilts not going to come flying down um but i'll tell you though man if the belt came off and the kilt came down i can promise you i can run
2: quicker than you've ever seen a man run before and it's hard to run when you got a kilt around your
1: legs now it, it really is it really is so that's when you it's, it's like uh, running from a gator you zig and you zag mm. <laughs> serpentine exactly exactly kilt at the ankles exactly um, yeah, it makes it really difficult to run. So, so Zelensky asked Switzerland to organize a high-level peace conference. So, here we are. We got our government over here still trying to raise money for the Ukrainian war, while Zelensky has asked Switzerland to organize a high-level peace conference.
2: Well, that's confusing.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, we know this is over. This is all about um, a little extra money laundering. Um, we oh, yeah. all We all know how they're playing this game. Well, um, there's only, what,
2: 12 people left in Ukraine?
1: Yeah, maybe. That's why they're having to get women to come in and hire foreigners to come in and fight this war. Um right. But once again, all this is really is about is trying to get uh, Putin to push forward so they can blame Putin for World War Three. They can't have it to where the backlash falls back on them. They have to make it to where one of our, quote, enemies or who they claim to be our enemy has to be the one to start this. And that's what they're doing is you're trying to provoke Russia Russia is smart. They're like the bully at school that's like, look, man, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me in trouble. I'm not going to fall for that. Um, So it's ultimately what they're trying to do is they're trying to lull us into World War III. Um, And then many other things, too, which are trying to preset for the game um, for a deep state takeover. Like I said, there will not be a 2024 election. I am more convinced of that than I ever have been. So Tom Fitton came out today and said that Biden and Obama – want AI to enforce critical race theory. So NBC news admits that Obama set up the Biden plan to have the left censor and control artificial intelligence. So part of Obama's approach was to urge industry leaders to consider risks beyond national security, including information, integrity, bias, and discrimination. So they're controlling all information from media, all the way down to artificial intelligence. I, I had an idea
2: yesterday, and that is, what if you open chat GPT and just start writing scripture into it? Well, that's the thing, though, is that one of the things that I've
1: been reading about recently is that some of these people are trying to get them to retranslate scripture.
3: Mm-hmm. That's where
1: it gets dangerous, and this is also kind of a subject or topic that fits into what we're going to be talking about here in just a little bit, um, is the dangers of Altering one word in a verse can change the entire meaning of a verse. So if artificial intelligence comes in and starts retranslating like old scripture, like I said, you change one or two words in a verse and it will literally change the meaning to a verse, which isn't necessarily so dangerous for for, uh, weathered Christians that have been studying for a while, but it's really dangerous for people that are just opening the book and getting into scripture. Read. And we'll have a great conversation about this, uh, about that video that Jeff sent me uh, here in a little bit. Um, but next we've got a, could this disease X the WEF is preparing for? So Miami hospital rooms are now seeing a new disease that affects all ages, displays all flu symptoms and swelling in their legs, water in the lungs and fluid in the heart, etc. So listen to this
2: little clip. Nurses first-hand account of what she's seeing in Miami area hospital emergency rooms right now. So the news is not talking about
4: this, but there is something going around. Something else that they infected us with and it's not COVID, it's not the flu, it's not RSV. All the typical cold symptoms, sore throat, body aches, fever, cough, congestion, etc. But when they come in, to the ER, they have swelling in their legs, um, water in their lungs, fluid in their heart, etc. And we're talking people of all ages, including very young people. But they don't want you to know what's really going on, so they're not putting it in the news. I'm telling you, the entire ER where I work at, is so full to capacity a
2: number of people sent me this and other videos asking what's going on i am going to investigate and find out but meanwhile anyone that has any information please comment below so we all stay informed as a community
1: yeah and i don't believe that this is a new disease a new disease because i know they're trying to talk about a lot they're trying to talk about the thing that china created the measles thing that was on the airplane that people got and came in contact with the other day um i seriously and it's gonna take a lot to change my mind. I'm I'm open to change my mind if I have, if I find more proof, but I still feel that this is poisons coming from the chemtrails, poisons that are being put into our body through things that we're we're consuming, and uh, side effects from the vaccination. So they're creating all of this right here, so they have an excuse um, to keep their hands clean when people start dying from the vaccination side effects, and that's literally what I think disease X is but they're going to be pushing it more and more. So we may be looking at those things we've been talking about, like um, operation of 5G or something like that, that um, literally pushes whatever the vaccination put into your body a little bit forward to where people start dying. So ultimately, do I think it's a new disease? Absolutely not. Do I feel that they're going to be using this as an excuse and a cover up a hundred percent? Do I believe that their hand is going to be behind the sudden death um, the death, um, increase that we're going to be looking at here soon. Yeah, I do feel like something's going to happen. Frequency 5G, something like that that's going to activate or trigger what's already been put in our system to these vaccinations. What is your it, thought on this?
2: Uh, that's it's funny because uh did you by chance catch that? The, there's a, a couple that did a breakdown of um leave the world behind and they found four audio tracks within embedded in the in the, the movie. Yeah, file. Mary, can...
1: Mary sent me a video that talked
2: about that. Yeah. I wonder, okay, here's my hypothesis, that people who have watched that, who are also vaccinated, are developing these watery lung and heart issues.
1: And it could be, I mean, because you got to think too, is, um, you know, not to mention the cough that I had last week that I couldn't get rid of, that was like that wet, dry cough that I, that I couldn't get to progress, which is guaranteed stuff that were falling at least out of the sky, because um, obviously I haven't been vaccinated. So I wouldn't worry about that. We're in an area that's not very highly vaccinated. So you're not going to have, um, you know, you're not going to be able to touch somebody and end up cross-contaminating yourself. Um, but they have been spraying the skies worse than I've ever seen them spraying the skies over these last like month or so.
2: Same, same here in this area. I mean, and all the people in, in the Vineyard chat group and prayer group, they've been saying the same thing. You know, it's everywhere. They're just dumping.
1: Good times. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's ultimately what I feel this is because they always do this. You know, do I believe do I believe that it's above a government to like disease and, you know, poison an entire community themselves? No, I, I completely believe our government would come up and create some new disease to kill everybody. Um, but I, in my opinion, I feel like just from what I've read and from what I've seen, I do feel like this is just them setting up the excuse.
2: Mm-hmm. It, it, it's hard to read them because it seems to me they got all the pieces in place right you mm-hmm. know they've they've been doing this a long time they got their people in the court systems and in the government they've been you know kim trailing forever they've been depleting our food you know our uh, the value of the food the the nutrition you know poison in the i mean they've they've been hammering it on and all for a long time you know it seems like they're ready to just flip the switch on whatever they want to do and See, get it done. exactly it's coming but it's all about timing
1: Yep. 'Cause, you know, as much bad information is coming out about the Biden administration, like I said, a lot of this I feel fits into what they want. You know what I'm saying? This they, they're they're out there like, oh no, Hunter didn't do this, 100 didn't do this, but I think this is a blessing to Scottish so for this is a way to get um, Biden out. But like I said, I don't feel we're even gonna get to the point of an election. Um, but the closer we get to the election, the closer we get to more information spilling out, whether it be the Epstein stuff whether it be the Seth Rich stuff. I mean, all this stuff's supposed to be coming out that's not, but there's going to be a point when it does start to roll out. That's when I'm going to start using a lot of these tactics because Mm. this isn't going to, like I said before, this isn't going to be one of those uh, school shooting things that distracts us for like three or four days, and then we get to the bottom of it and it disappears. This is going to be something that keeps us distracted for a long time. That would fall into the whole... Fake pandemic disease category to scare everybody into submission, or World War Three in order to scare everybody into submission.
2: Well, another thing that's come up for me is okay. So we got you know a whole lot of people defending the southern border in Texas right now, right? Mm-hmm. And Biden's making a stink about it. And what if they roll in there with military trying to to free up the border again? I mean, that's well, no, and I'm about to get to that here. Oh, cool! So and good, that, I mean- good segue. Um,
1: <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, Truth Patriot says I feel like the illegals may get triggered by five G to enact their blue helmet war here. That's crossed my mind too, because um, I know how I know how MK con- um, MK works, and I know um, that they've gotten a lot better, um, even at what we've learned. You know, since then, now they've got this five G and the uh, graphene oxide, and Lord knows what else is running around inside of our bodies. So. And then five G everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. So it would I would not surprise me one bit. But so you were talking about um, our border right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, let me. I've got two things that were mentioned about this today. So let me find these. Uh, so first off, where um, we go. Sorry about this, guys. I'm usually a little more organized than this. Um, so one thing talks about what Texas is actually doing down there at the border. Um, the, you know, the National Guard is out there keeping Border Patrol from doing what they're doing, basically keeping more immigrants from coming into our country. So now um, the government has come out and says that the DOJ, uh, Texas has until the end of today, that would be on the 17th, um, to stop blocking federal access to miles of the U.S. border. So I'm going to play this uh, these two quick clips real quick and we'll, we'll get into a conversation. The first one talks about... Um, the actual what's going on down at the border.
5: Well, this seems like that hard line. The Department of Homeland Security has informed the state of Texas that they must vacate the land seized in Eagle Pass by the end of the day, today, and return control of the park to the Feds, or else. (laughs) Or, Or else what? Or else whoever forcibly assaults, resists, opposes, impedes, intimidates, or interferes with any person designated in Section 1114 of this title that's um title 18. while engaged in or on account of the performance of his official duties shall be fined not more than five thousand dollars or imprisoned not more than three
1: three years
5: or both so (laughs) texas has been ordered to vacate the border in eagle pass failure to do so could see members of their national guard fined and imprisoned will texas back down (laughs) Well, they force this administration's hand. You know, more and more, I'm starting to see why those congressmen, Marquis and Raskin, why they introduced a bill last week to make it unlawful to set up a militia. Stay frosty.
1: See, all these little all these little sneaky things they're doing in the background, you know, like trying to pass bills that make it illegal for us to gather together as a militia. The government is literally threatening the National Guard of Texas to keep out of, um, you know, to stay out of their way and to leave and to basically surrender the land back over to the Border Patrol. Um, but, but this, and I'll, and I'll get with you about this in one second, this is the response from Texas and from A.G. Paxton.
5: So the current administration's ultimatum in Texas, well, that hasn't gone over too well. <laughs> Imagine that. So Texas will disregard the federal government's demand to give Border Patrol agents access Awesome in Eagle Pass. This was according to a letter from Attorney General Ken Paxton today. Paxton defended the state's takeover of Shelby Park, saying that the the facts and the law, will they side with Texas. He stated that the state will continue utilizing its constitutional authority to defend her territory, and he'll continue defending those lawful efforts in court. Now, They acknowledge the fact that federal law gives the border patrol warrantless access to the land within 25 miles of the border, but that's only for the purpose of patrolling the border to prevent illegal entry of aliens into the United States. Paxton stated, however, that there is not even a pretense that the Biden administration is trying to prevent the illegal entry of aliens, adding that DHS should stop wasting their time and their resources suing Texas. And start enforcing the immigration laws congress already has on the books listen texas has constitutional right behind their actions and from the looks of it they aren't backing down
1: good for texas good for texas you know um, matt and head brings up a good point there was a reason they were trying to get rid of ken paxton and this is one of the big reasons they were trying to not to mention he's trying to get rid of all the the corrupt um, voting machines and all this other stuff. So he's actually trying to do what's best for Texas. Um, but I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that he that he stood up against the government right now because, like I said, they're they're making threats to the point where they are going to fine five thousand bucks and upwards of three years in prison for National Guard members that defied the federal government's orders. So once again, what are we? Are we a democracy? Are we a republic? Are we supposed to go by our state's constitution first, federal? You know what I'm saying? Like, I- I'm glad that this has happened in Texas because uh, Texas yeah. is one of the states that it's it's the uh, come and take it state.
2: <laughs> right. Well, I'm glad he said the constitutional thing because that's, that's where I was going to go with it. It's like the states have every right over their state. It's a state constitution thing. It's a federal constitution thing federal is to keep their nose out of state business yes you know and that's that's what i love and that's what i like seeing i've been seeing a lot of tiktoks where people are standing up in court um claiming their their constitutional rights you know it's a lot to do with verbiage and how you speak and i i, I went out and i i spent the 250 dollars on the second edition black's law dictionary oh nice. yeah you told me about that. that's awesome yeah and that's i mean but, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be able to memorize all those words. No. It's a lot. No, but, it is,
1: man, but it's good to have a hard copy of that on you, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've just been collecting hard copies of as much as I can.
1: Yeah, exactly. It is a union of states. It's not a union of D.C. pedophiles. We need to get rid of those D.C. pedophiles sure. there. Kilted <laughs> poo colt minion. <laughs> That's not, doesn't roll off the tongue quite like Matt and Hebb does. <laughs> um, so read this one right here I'm going to read the uh what he replied and then what that was written originally so this guy right here was talking about um what this guy was talking about the disease x says my thoughts is patients that are in heart failure from being vaccinated and boosted and are presented to the hospital with critical influenza and pneumonia symptoms I feel like disease x is an excuse as to why everyone is dying in hopes to escape some accountability for the death jab so I mean a lot of people are are going right to that because we've woken up a lot. We also understand how far they're willing to go. So a lot of people are kind of on the same page as us. Um, They'll use it to fear a lot of people, but uh, the majority of our country, not this time because we've, we've been awakened to all the lies that have taken place over the last fake pandemic that went through the lockdowns, everything like that won't stop them. They'll, they'll do a step further and try to go martial law on us. Um, You know, that's why it'll, they'll make it as like, look how many people are dying. Like, you know, if you're one of 10 or if you're five of 10 people walking out, chances are you're going to die tomorrow. They'll start putting that crazy stuff and the death counter back on TV. Remember how they played that game.
2: And what was it? uh, The, what did Biden call the last winter, the winter, the dark dark winter. Yeah. yeah, Well, he, he
1: didn't say it was going to be last winter. He said that we're going to be facing a dark winter. Right. So, I mean, that could be this winter. Um, Everyone keeps talking about a black swan event, you know, so we could be looking at all of it, you know, here we are saying, well, we could see this or we could see that, but we could see all of it at one time. We could have like market crashes, alien invasion, um, world war three disease X all starting like on the same day. This, you know what I'm saying? Like,
2: this is where it, we're heading. You know what else is going to happen that same day? People are going to, Pray out loud to Jesus, and and uh, you know that's that's what I think is so cool. Because on the flip side of that, I see I see people finding Jesus left and right. I see people really really coming to God, um, really embracing uh, their fellow humans. I, I I really you know even these illegals coming over. Um, if we treat them right, they're going to turn they are like, cause the government's going to screw them. They can't pay them forever. Well, that's the, that's the thing though, is that people need to
1: accept that the government's going to screw them over. Cause right now everybody wants to take sides and it's, it's like, look, if you're trying to side with the devil, the devil's going to turn on you. He doesn't need you. This The devil's not the mercy, loving, graceful God that we call our Lord in heaven. You know what I'm saying? He's going to watch after you no matter what, you know? So, um, like I said, I hope we see nothing. If anything, I hope that we do see a a big uprising of people becoming Christians. You know, um, there will be a day. I'm still convinced there's going to be some major event that will bring people to their knees. And you know what I'm saying? An event that literally nobody can be like, well, I think that was movie magic. Or I think that was so-and-so it's going to be one of those things like, okay, this had to have been God. There's no other possibility.
2: Mm. Well, and I think, uh, you know the deep state has a a plan for that too you know they're simulated second coming but you know i i just really see all these efforts falling through you know and we've been praying praying against all this stuff you know i've i've been praying that these chemtrails are turned into you know fertilizer and yeah, yeah just you know bless bless god's children you know and that's that's the beauty you know we got a god that can actually change stuff
1: no we can like they can drop barium and aluminum on by the time it hits here
2: it's like uh it's like a, a
1: nice incident you know like frankincense and myrrh falling from the sky
2: it's nitrogen and and uh cow poop <laughs> yeah
1: that's it's still better than what they're dropping out of the sky right here
2: right but i don't know i'm i'm feeling more and more optimistic after the first I really kind of I don't know there was like a wave of kind of a a melancholy or something you know you probably felt it too just I mean down the first like since then it was just like a wave of depression and like kind of wanting to give up but and now we're getting our legs again you know we are but
1: yeah I noticed that too there's been a lot of war fatigue I, I always call it war fatigue um, yeah. that we've seen since the beginning of this year and people are starting to get their legs back. Um, I see the, the, you know, the, the, numbers of, of the different shows, you know what I'm saying is that people do get tired and then they'll end up coming back. But, and, and I'm a, I'm a one that'll tell you straight up, like, don't ever take a break from God, but if you got to take a break from the news, from the, the podcast and so forth, by all means do it because we're not going anywhere. And uh, we'll be right here with the same information, the same scriptural stuff we're talking about, the same news. But um, yeah, we we do. There is a point where even the people that have been in this for a long time just get absolutely worn out to the point where they become a little anxious. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like me. Like my anxious is like I, I feel like I need to be doing serving God another way. I just don't know what that is. That that's my anxious.
2: Right. And you know, I wish I wish that there were more positive news stories out there. Cause it would be cool to do a podcast around all the good stuff that's going around. And, and I wish I was a better researcher and stuff. Cause that's something that kind of interests me would just be to talk about all the great stuff and godly stuff and people coming to Jesus. And
1: we're going to do that. I'm going
2: gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Like one of our shows next week, it's
1: going to be all positive news. It'll take me three days to gather it. <laughs> <Sadly>.
2: <laughs> hey, I'll have- everything I find that 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 is uplifting, you know, um, I got a good group of people we could probably uh probably come up with some material, like um uh, once a week, you know, just the good news. Here's your good news, yeah,
1: and like I said, the sad part is is it's easier to research everything else than that. I mean, back mm. in the day, at least the news would be like, and fireman saves cat and tree. you know what I'm saying oh, how cute. you don't hear about any of that stuff anymore. you know what I'm saying? Right. like, um. That's because everybody has to put their gloaty stuff on TikTok. And then it it takes the, the kind gesture you're doing, kind of demeans it a little bit, kind of takes the excitement out of it because you felt the need to film it and brag to the world that you'd do this stuff. You know,
2: so it's, I mean, I still love seeing it. Right. At least have someone across the street film it. So it's not so obvious that, you
1: know. Yeah, exactly. And there we go, Matt and Head. There we go. Breaking news. Jesus has descended to take us home. And if you're if you're here for news at 9, you didn't make it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you missed it.
1: You missed it exactly. Um, once again, I'm going to say what Jeff says all the time. No better time to find God and to accept him into your heart and have a relationship with him than yesterday. So, uh, if you haven't yet, how about today? There we go. Um, so next, uh, we got Kemp Brian Kemp. I told you last night about the the affair with what he what do he call her his dark chocolate fanny Fanny Willis. He's, he's my my dark chocolate. So where is where is Kemp today? Well, instead of opening up an investigation into the crimes of of Fannie Willis, he is over in Davos because apparently that's what governors do. I'm so sick of this. Our congressmen, our Senate women, our Senate men, our governors have no right being over doing crap in other countries. They need This is not their business. Their, their deal is to take care of the constituents right here. We've got an administration that takes care of the, the foreign stuff. Um, I, I'm sick and tired. And it's even worse. Like It's more understandable to see our, our uh, senators, maybe a congressman over there, even though I still feel in my heart they don't belong there. Like I said, they're here for their state. But to see... Governors over there is even worse because they've got no business being over there. Their business well, is right here in, in our country.
2: Well, he probably needed to go get an adrenochrome
1: fix or something. That's my guess. Or he's or he, he's like, what about my money laundering? You guys didn't give me any money. He's like, okay, well, here's $5 and a Big Mac. Go back to America. Go back to Georgia. Yeah. Um, so next, uh, this is from Wendy Patterson. It says, breaking news. So Biden's government is trying to force fisheries, um, and fishing boats to carry a government monitor on board to monitor which fish they catch. So along with being forced to carry government monitor on board their boats, they are also being required, get this to pay $700 a day for the monitor that the government is going to be making them carry. So mm. once again, what's the big deal about this? Well, here's the big deal. There it goes another way. So get rid of farming. You can't gather weather on your own without um, some kind of a license. And now you have to prove to me how much fish that you catch. Like literally everything that they're doing right now is taking our ability to survive and take care of ourselves completely away from us. They're making it to the point where absolutely everything in this country, in this world, is 100% reliant on government to make those big decisions for us.
2: Yeah, You know, I heard about this story several weeks ago. And i seem to recall something about <laughs> they found a way around it and it actually worked also to get a work around on the, on the atf and all the stuff that they're trying to pull i i wish i i i don't even know where to look for that story anymore but it was really interesting so anyway i know just enough to sound stupid um but uh there's so much going on right now and and a lot of cool stuff really i need to get i need jaron jackson's been throwing out some more stuff i I really want to get i want to get on that tip because there's good info there he is
1: he is a bundle of phenomenal information
2: hmm. yeah he's got an impersonator too. who's who's taken his name he's totally a left-wing nut job really yeah. Yeah. I was searching him up and then I'm like, Oh, there he is. And I started reading his stuff and I'm like, Oh, this isn't. And he's, he admits that he's not Jaron Jackson, but he's like, he's a racist and he's all about white pride. And, you know, just totally work the, the BS. Stupid. Sorry. Yeah.
1: I'm seeing, well, I'm seeing more and more of that. People trying to impersonate, like um, I've tried to set up uh pain's angels on multiple sites and, The name Payne's Angels is taken. There's literally a dude out there pretending to be Payne's Angels, literally using my logo Hmm. and then filming himself with a camera. So it's obvious that he doesn't sound anything like or look anything like me. So people are going out of their way right now to try to impersonate and get views and then ultimately trying to make you look bad. Um, I mean, it's it's gotten out of hand.
2: Yeah, they don't need to impersonate me. I do enough of a good job making myself look
1: bad. Oh, is it Truth Patriot? Truth Patriots. You're the one that took my name, huh? That's, you have to, that, according to Matt and
2: Hev. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're such an instigator. <laughs> He's like,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a fight. Fight, 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 fight. Um, so we have next is the federal government has flagged transactions using terms like MAGA, Trump, and uh, for financial institutions, individuals who shopped at stores like Cabela's, Dick Sporting Goods, purchase religious texts like a bible have also had their transactions flagged.
2: Huh. oh boy i can't believe they chose dick's sporting goods they got rid of guns and that's a pretty woke sporting goods store i got one right across the street from me
1: yeah i haven't been to a dick's um sporting goods since they started going woke
2: yeah yeah and me either i mean they don't have guns what's the point of going there it's
1: yeah it's, it's hard for me to not walk into a cabela's though, so i hope cabela's never goes woke Cause that's a tough one man that's like the sound of the sirens calling you like how can you just drive by a cabela's without spending two hours in that store
2: right and we have one that's called um sportsman's warehouse mm-hmm. and same same deal it's like i can't go in there i'll spend you know 300 bucks easy I would buy a gun, but you have to wait so long to get on. I don't know how the list is now, actually. Anyone buy a gun recently? How long's the list? Well, you know, we could go in as an illegal and get it for, you know, you don't even have to get a background check. Yeah. Another reason to come across illegally. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a reason
1: not to come across illegally. I'm not, at this point, like, I don't want to see it. Go back home, come over here legally. But at the same time, I can't blame them. Like, <laughs> You guys are invited to a free party,
2: right? Yeah, I hear it. But they're upset because of the weather.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. What were we thinking? What what fools are we not to accommodate you? Right. Do you think they helped them get back home? No. Oh, no, they're not. They're just going to make them as completely uncomfortable. Then they're going to get, they're going to basically, that's what they're going to do. They're going to do kind of um, what they do in prisons. Like, everything is too calm here. Turn up the heat. And then all of a sudden, everyone gets real agitated and starts fighting each other. That's what they're going to do. They're just going to freeze everybody until they get so agitated that we're in the middle of a civil war.
2: Mm. Well, hopefully, they'll just get so PO'd that they go after our government. And then, then we'll definitely have allies.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I mean, immigrants, anyone who's voting Democrat, they're going to let you down. Same with the Republicans. They're going to let you down. So we may as well just come up, team up together, win this war. <laughs> Realize that we're the pawns.
2: Come on over here, brothers. You know, we got you.
1: We got you good. We've got good cookies, too. Cookies That's and right. God. Chocolate
2: chip, peanut butter.
1: Exactly. Cookies and God, man. What else do you guys want? What You, you got everything you need right here. Yeah. Um, and the government will give you a cell phone. Five grand. I hey. know, man. Why am I paying for all this stuff? <laughs> what a fool I am! Someone asked. I should have just snuck into Texas while I was down there. Kind of cross that border real quick. That's the thing, though, man. That's the funny part. Like you got people coming over this direction. Everybody's like, "Come on in!" Little white guy in a kilt tries to go into Mexico. We got problems. You're getting cavity searched, son. Oh, guaranteed, man. <clears throat> guaranteed. <laughs> I'm lucky I didn't get cavity searched, man. Because even the National Guard was trying to give us crap while we we're down there. The people that were on our side were like state police. <clears throat> National Guard at that time was trying to trying to act like we didn't know our constitutional rights. We're saying you can't have a gun here. You're not allowed to be here. And I'm like, okay. First off, I'm a journalist. I'm allowed to be here. I have that protected. I have that protected right. Also, I'm in Texas. I can carry a gun anywhere I want to. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So once again, you guys, but they, they try to, they play that game. Like, well, no, 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 you're misunderstanding. And then the cops right there going, no, he's, he's right. And, and the national guard knows that we know that we're right, but they try to play that game. Cause eventually half the people that they played this game with end up being intimidated and walk away.
2: Right. You know, that makes me think though, maybe if we came across the Texas border, those guys would let us in. Cause you know, we're actually Americans and they'd let us in as illegals. And then we could scoop up all the good stuff because they're actually our bro bras. Yeah. We'll give it
1: a shot, man. We'll have to do this live. So if something goes wrong, man, everybody will know what happened. And truth, Patriot cavity searches are easier in a kilt. Fortunately, I haven't had to go that far at a uh, airport, but um, yeah, I'm always the guy that gets pulled into that little back room the last like eight times that i've been on an airplane actually the last multiple times that i was in an airplane we're doing bard's fest every time i'd hop on an airplane and i'd have all this equipment stuff with me and then they trying to say that i have like explosive residue on the front of my kilt every place for the last six trips that i've been on has has said that
5: no that's just
2: so they've
1: had to pull me back into this little room exactly i don't know what the deal is but it's it's literally happened every time that I have gone over the last couple of years. Ridiculous. You're too white, dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm too white. The kilt threw him off. I'm like, what do you mean? There's like, like explosive residue on my kilt. (laughs) Ooh, Just say it's not a kilt. It's a dress. Yeah, exactly. It's a dress. You guys can't do this. I'm going to sue you. Don't we have the right to do that? Now I associate as whatever I want to be. Right. I'll identify as kilted sir yeah this is I, exactly <laughs> you guys can't do this i identify as um explosive uh explosive chemicals on my kilt what are
2: you going to do about that i put those on there because that's how i identify bro exactly
1: because i'm explosive that's right so watch we got, it yeah watch it <laughs> um to criminal uh more criminal acts so we need to impeach my orcas and, and the slow roll with this is just insane Um, leftist academics to create counter propaganda on immigration, racial justice, and COVID. So this is from the people that brought you disinformation board. They're trying to create another reason right now, like I said, to come after you. So um, they're going to come up with all these different excuses and reasons and and words that you can no longer say. So they are now controlling what is propaganda, what um, is racial injustice, What's true and false about COVID? Um, They're going to be teaming up with Google. So, yeah, it's about to get full of lies. Good times. Um, Department of Justice finally acknowledges that Hunter Biden's laptop content is legitimate for the very first time. Would anything get done about it? No. Um, White House. uh, Go ahead. Hunter, who? Yeah. It's been so
2: forgotten who that is. Oh,
1: man, he's still out there. Uh, I mean, I've seen him more than I've seen his dad. I think his dad's supposed to be running some country somewhere. <laughs> I think he's like partially helping China run theirs. I don't know.
2: Right. Yeah, their other country. Exactly.
1: So, White House blames Republicans for escalating the crisis at the border, saying that we were the ones that were responsible for not hiring more Border Patrol agents. They literally, they literally, Turn that bill down. Not the Republicans, the Democrats.
2: Right. That's funny. I mean, I can't see anyone not seeing the total BS that's right in front of their faces at this point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: So you you know that the WEF, um, Davos thing's going on, World Economic Forum over in Davos. So Mm. the WEF just confirmed a global central Banking, digital currency. They admit that they will track what um, we eat, where we travel, who we speak to, and every other aspect of our lives. So WEF um, came out and admitted this today. Fortunately, though, on the same day, Trump came out and said that um, under no circumstances will there ever be a central digital banking system in our country. And that he would make sure that that never, ever, ever happened. Good timing. One of those things that I needed to hear out of his mouth because I hadn't heard it yet.
2: Right. That and Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yep. Yeah. We need to start hearing him say Jesus. I, I need to hear it from now on. If they aren't professing Jesus like 23 out of 24 hours a day, they can pack rocks.
1: Yeah. No more, uh, no more just saying God. I need to hear the word. I need to hear the name Jesus. Yeshua. I will accept any variation of that. Um, but that's the thing though, is that this is what we need is, is there's too many people that use the term God very generically because technically Satan is some people's God, you know? So no more God, I want to hear the word Jesus, Yahshua, um, you name it. I I will take any, any variation of this, but be specific.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, hearing Nancy Pelosi Pelosi say God, I mean, that just kind of makes me sick or better still. Step up to the podium and before anything comes out of your mouth, pray. Yes.
1: Yeah. See, there we go. That's what I would do if I was like press secretary. I would start every press press um briefing off with a prayer and I would end it with a prayer.
2: Every every time you open up the floor in the house,
1: prayer. Like everyone, please bow your heads. Exactly. That's how yeah. we would do it. Prayer
2: and pledge allegiance.
1: And then the pledge. Exactly. Boy, they they how many people would memorize that? Not many of those people sitting there in the press room.
2: Right. Well, I've got it memorized still since I was a kid. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. So um, this is interesting too. So Ohio um, allows people to carry guns now. And apparently since they have adopted the constitutional carry, um, almost every major city in Ohio has seen a major drop in violence. (laughs) Surprise. Yeah. You talk to a Democrat, they'll tell you the exact opposite. It's like, man, it's risen, man gun violence has increased like 50%. No, it hasn't. Like I said, that's the thing. That's why Texas, you, you probably have way less uh, home invasions in Texas because people stand on the other side of that door going, there's a 75% chance that guy's got a shotgun on the other side of that door.
2: Mm-hmm. So you don't Well, need- it's funny. To the left, when they see a gun in a holster, that's gun violence as far as they're concerned.
1: No, nah, exactly. And I carry mine open. I don't even conceal. I carry it. Of course, I'm in Texas, too. No one has even looked at you sideways or, or like, whoa, look at the guy with the big bad 45. Not one person here has even flinched. If anything else, they are like, oh, man, that's a that's a beautiful looking Kimber.
2: <laughs> yeah, what you got there?
1: Yeah, may, may I look at it? I mean, this is Kentucky, man. Like I said, they, they're definitely not going to give you the sideways look
2: and where i'm at in oregon too we, we well oregon has an open carry law so um uh, so like yeah i'll see someone packing a gun and be like hey what you, what you got there you know it's like oh well here's what i carry it. you know i love the gun conversations
1: oh i know me too like i said especially in a state like this figured it'd be more um like this in texas because it's texas but i mean, it all depends on where you live a lot of people freak out walmart's even had a Um, detectors in them to where you couldn't even walk inside a lot of the stores there um, without the beeper going off. And it was because of that Walmart shooting that took place in like El Paso like six years ago or whatever. Like here, I haven't found one place that has said, sorry, sir, you can't have that in here. Well, I'd be like, okay, see ya. You don't need my business. Yeah, exactly. That's why you want to ever hear that here. They'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. You don't have a gun. You're not allowed in here. that's that's kentucky
2: right there like i I told you firearm and come back
1: like i told you about driving down the road to uh east or west liberty and uh literally coming across an ice cream truck that was selling bullets so it was an ice cream truck that was converted into an ammunition truck that's so sweet how awesome is that literally a sign that says you can buy ammunition like
2: riding down the road off the highway boom ammo truck. a number you can call have them deliver hey i need you know six boxes of nine mil and four boxes of 308
1: and uh some five five six and uh and can you bring okay. me a lower receiver for a kimber
2: 1911 right and uh i throw in a little 300 win mag what the heck
1: true Adrian says that the only place you're not allowed to carry is in the liquor stores here i walk right into our liquor store here and uh they didn't say anything to me Um, they may not have noticed. I don't know, or they probably just don't care, but, uh, yeah, I can see that in liquor stores that, you know, guns, banks, guns, liquor stores. Now that I understand. It was kind of like me when, when the last fake pandemic went on and I was standing out of a bank and they, they made you wear masks and I'm like, okay, this just feels like a setup. I don't, I don't feel safe walking into a bank wearing a mask. I mean, they wouldn't let you in without one. Um, but it just, to me, it just felt like a setup.
2: Right. You remember, yeah, I, probably, I probably shouldn't say it, but I go into banks, federal buildings, I'm packing. That's like, where else do you want to pack except in those places? Mm-hmm. I just make sure it's covered with my jacket,
1: you know? I'm going to use like I said have. I agree. And, and like I said, no one's ever said anything to me about it here. So the World Economic uh, Forum that opened up, um, last time they had some really weird singer, it was like really weird. It was excruciating. Actually. It was like, I don't even know if it was, they call it music, but it was terrible. And today they opened up the ceremonies with a shaman who literally started doing some like juju voodoo hand things and blowing air in people's faces and blessing their heads. And like, it, it was like straight up like a,
2: uh, tribal witch ceremony as, as you know, supposedly uptight about germs and stuff as they are. I know it's not the who, but, you know, they're pushing all that agenda. You'd think they wouldn't want someone blowing in their face. Oh, no, who's
1: there with them? WEF, WHO, UN, like, they're all part of this thing. But, yeah, exactly. Like, this woman went around blowing in everybody's head and, and touching their head and doing something. Like I said, it was straight up like a, a witchcraft ceremony that, you know, so it's quite fitting for the World Economic Forum who is trying to, Start our new world order and our one world religion.
2: We'll put you in prison if you pray, though.
1: Yeah, um, we'll go into just a couple more things of news, and we'll get into our topic. So, to listen is the uh, out of the ninety nine counties that Trump um, was doing the caucus, he won ninety eight of them, so he lost one. Turns out that the one that he lost, they ran out of uh, party change forms, so <laughs> Democrats were going there, changing party to vote for the primaries, and then changing back. So they ended up r- running out of a party change forms, oddly enough, in that one county that Trump lost. So you see what game they were playing.
2: Right. That was probably a test bed. Now it's going to happen everywhere.
1: Well, I I promise you it probably happened in more than one place, but it was such a big turnout for Trump that they couldn't cheat enough.
2: Mm -hmm. No, I, I don't think that they're going to have to not have an election because they can't cheat enough. Without no. it being completely obvious.
1: No, and that's what I think is gonna end up coming. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I think old milk's gonna come in. And then finally, uh Javier Millet, Millet the um Argentinian president, you know, I was kinda of real skeptical. I'm like, why is he going to Davos? You know what I'm saying? Did we did Argentina just get duped again? So he goes over to Davos to this uh this um World Economic Forum function, gets up there and then goes off on everybody up there goes off on klaus schwab goes off on the world economic forum saying you guys are a bunch of socialists we need a capitalist world like literally went there and trumped them to their face
2: i want to see that video
1: yeah i'll send you i'll send you a copy of that video obviously it had to be translated um but man he went like i said he went up there and it's like Somebody please pan the camera around the Klaus Schwab. I have to see his face right now. I gotta see if he's like, oh crap, thinking that he got this guy in as one of his foot soldiers and then he ended up turning on him. I don't know how that worked, but I'll tell you right now, Davos was not expecting what uh Melee had to say to them.
2: So good for
1: him and God bless him.
2: Yeah. Well that's a you know, that's a that's a pretty awesome idea that, you know, people would allow themselves to be inducted into that group and get all the inside scoop and then just totally turn on. Well, that's the thing is we see it from the opposite direction.
1: We see them putting in decoys that end up turning on us in the long run. And I've been saying it for a while. If evil has been gathering this long since the Canaanites, there's got to be good guys that are out there trying to do good the same way that they're trying to do bad. So it's awesome to finally see somebody go in there that literally... They probably thought they had him in their pocket. And then he gets he gets that position. He's like, and he what, what do they call him? Like double agent? He double agent, double agented them.
2: Right. Well, you know, and it'd be cool to see Vivek or whatever his name is. You know, I I like the words coming out of his mouth, but I, you know, I don't believe any of it. But I mean, if he were to start talking crap about the wef and the who and and like straight up mean it and profess Jesus and pray then I'd take him seriously. Yeah,
1: and, you know, if he gets any position, um, I would, wouldn't mind seeing him as a press secretary because you don't really mm-hmm. have much uh, authority as a press secretary other than what you say up there in front of the public, but you don't get to make any decisions. It's going to screw the world over. Um, mm-hmm. But I could watch the guy all day long getting up there and just ragging on people, you know, because he'd be more fun to watch than Kaylee McEnany, and I love watching her. Yeah, she was awesome. My favorite from her ever. The favorite line from her ever is I can read it to you all day, but I can't understand it for you. <laughs> that was like the best line ever out of out of uh, Kaylee's mouth. Never forget that. So
2: that's so what we need.
1: Oh, I know. Well, let me play just a portion of this video. Um, we'll get into our discussion and carry it out for the rest of the thing. This is something that you know Jeff had sent me. I sent it to you. Um, it's a very <laughs> interesting topic. Like I said, it's two hours long, so I'll make sure that I'll post it up so you guys can – watch it or listen to it this is one of those things that i listen to so you don't have to watch it necessarily although there are some visuals that go with it um but i'm going to play just a little bit about this maybe like five six minutes of it and we'll finish off having a conversation about this because it's a it's something that we all need to think about um because we've discussed uh, apocrypha we've discussed things that have been removed from the bible that may not have been in there that weren't canaanized but one thing that we don't really talk about are um are the new translations of scripture like the old translations and this guy went and did an amazing dive even jeff caught some things that he had never thought about before um but he gets into all this new numbers and how 666 um, is literally talked about within multiple things of scripture he does the numerical coding and stuff not not geomantra but like using numbers from the bible Um, to add up a certain thing, the amount of verses. Like, this guy did some phenomenal research. So I would highly suggest you watching the whole video. I'm just going to play a quick portion so we can discuss this about the difference between um, King James Version and before compared to the modern-day new biblical translations like uh, New International Version and so forth. So listen to
3: this. When you're erring and you're going against the Scriptures, you're going against God's Word Himself. Anyways, Jesus versus Satan in the wilderness. We're gonna go through this and then we're gonna go into modern translations and why I personally believe they are a work of the devil and not that anybody who is translating them is, have, has evil intentions. Not that the people who are publishing them have evil intentions. I don't know who those people are. I'm not attacking anybody specifically. I'm just going to show you objectively how I believe These are of the devil and not of God. So Jesus versus Satan in the wilderness. So we have Matthew 4, 4. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So what happens in the wilderness when Jesus is fasting for 40 days, he's hungry and then the devil comes to tempt him. What does Jesus rebuke the devil with? the Scriptures, the Word of God, only. He doesn't use anything else but the Scriptures. He only uses the Scriptures. And interestingly, he only quotes from one book of the Scriptures. So Matthew 4.4, 4, he is quoting Deuteronomy 8.3. Man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. He is quoting from Deuteronomy every single time. Now, when I saw that, I was immediately, because God has allowed me to, to see these patterns that are just mind boggling, this is one of those things where it catches my attention. It's like, wait a second, why did he only quote from Deuteronomy? And I wonder if there's anything significant to that in the book of Deuteronomy. And this is how we get to 660. This is how Jesus 666 is the devil, by only using this book, because watch what happens if you look at that all the verses in Deuteronomy now again real quickly because people are going to say well chapters and verses are not a part of the original text dude come on we're not (laughs) we're dealing with God he knows the end from the beginning he knows where his book is going to end up how many King James Bibles can you find at the bookstore that do not have chapter and verse numbers they are all there they are all there as a witness how do you think that we just looked at all these patterns with the 666 verses and they're not inspired. They're 100%. They're 100% in the foreknowledge of God. He knows how all this is going to take shape. This is his own book. Stop acting like, okay, it was not in the original minds of the people who wrote the book. Of course it wasn't. It was in the mind of the Holy Ghost. Okay. So, Deuteronomy 8:3 verse number 248 of Deuteronomy. So if you count every single verse of Deuteronomy, you get Deuteronomy 8.3 is the 248th. And then you keep just keep going with that logic. So the 210th verse of Deuteronomy is Deuteronomy 6.16, which is what Jesus quotes next. And then the, the last one comes from Deuteronomy 6.13-14, which is the 207th verse of Deuteronomy. But this one is interesting because you get a plus one And without that plus one, you don't even know you're in verse number 207. So this is another little detail that is just really interesting. Because it says, Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now, keep that in mind, that word only. When we go to the verse in Deuteronomy, you're not going to see that word only. And there's a reason for it. It says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, and serve him, and shalt swear by his name. Notice how there's no only. Over here it said, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. This one says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, and serve him. It doesn't say him only. But look at verse 14. Ye shall not go after other gods, of the gods of the people which are around about you. That's where the only is drawn from. He is drawing the only because you're not going after other gods, you're only going after the Lord your God.
1: So this is just one of the examples that he goes through. So, you know, you watch this video and, and you were saying that a lot of this, because it is, it's it's really deep, and you gotta watch this thing a couple of times or really pay attention. Um, but the numbers that of the verses that Jesus quoted in Deuteronomy while he was speaking to the devil were literally add up to six hundred and sixty-six. So it was almost like what he was talking to the devil about. Those verse numbers add up to the name, the number of the beast. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes in and he he does these little side by sides. Let me get it set up to the hour point. So he does these little side by side setup. And I'm gonna play a little bit of this um for you guys real quick, and then we'll finish discussing this. But he takes King James version, not New King James, but King James version. Um, anything that was written before what 18, um, you know, before the 1600s or something like that. Um, you know, so the Geneva King James and so forth have the original scripture in it. And then once you get into the newer translations and I'm not like, I'm not saying one thing about this or not, I think anybody that picks up a Bible and reads scripture is good to go. Um, but he brings up some interesting comparisons of different things that'll change the entire meaning of the verse. Um, for instance, uh, one of the things that he refers to here in a little bit, he talks in the scripture, it mentions the sun. Um, and then if you go to a modern day translation, it says a son, which is a whole big difference when you're referring to the sun as compared to a son. Um but he brings up a lot of examples, even to the point where in some of these newer editions, um, it says that these verses were not in the original manuscripts which I found to be pretty interesting because like I said, as they were in the King James, they were in Geneva, they were in this stuff before, but now the newer versions literally has a little, I um, mean, it basically says that these were not in the original manu- manuscript. So imagine somebody, um, and, and some of those things were Luke, um, were literally uh, the end of Luke were dropped out completely because these newer versions claimed that they didn't exist in the old manuscripts. The weird part is that by removing those certain amount of verses, Luke ends up coming to six hundred and sixty-six verses, minus the ones that were removed or left out or had that little warning saying that these weren't in the original manuscripts. Um so they go through and they alter little tiny words, but like I said, is you you change one word and it changes the entire meaning of the verse. And there's multiple examples that are in this particular video that literally talk about how they've removed Jesus, specifically, even to the point where one of the versions, I think it was NIV or one of the newer versions, they took out the part where Jesus got poked with the spear. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they're removing Jesus from his own book in, like, New Testament. So, I'm going to play just a little bit more of this, and hopefully this gets into some of those examples that I was talking about, and
3: then we'll get back into this conversation. God which in context is talking about the scriptures, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered and many such like things do ye. And like I've been talking about previously, there's a tradition today as being passed on to students who are becoming pastors, who are propagating that same tradition to all the churches. And the tradition is making the word of God of none effect. Because nobody believes anymore that we have the infallible word of God in our hands. Other modern translations. You get doubt casted on the end of Mark 16. So many people already know about this. But if you don't, basically Mark 16 is the last chapter of Mark. And the last verses here, from verse 9 to verse 20, are dealing with Christ's resurrection from the dead, and it's dealing with his ascension to the throne of God. Yeah, so this right here specifically, this comes from the English Standard Version. And it literally
1: says, some of the earliest manuscripts do not include 16, 9 through 20. And that is the one that's referring, and it even has like double quotes. You know basically is this wasn't intended to be in scripture so this is a newer translation and they removed the part about jesus appearing to mary magdalene first when jesus rose from the from the grave
2: unbelievable
1: yeah and there's like many examples that are like this so i'm going to play a little bit more
3: now this is the only gospel in mark so matthew does not detail Luke or John do not detail Christ's ascension to the throne of God, to the right hand of God. That's only in Mark. Now, what scholars have done, what modern Bibles have done, what they have done is they have put this, this line of doubt, these brackets of doubt, in the middle of verse 8 and verse 9 that say that says something like this. Some of the earliest manuscripts do not include 16, 9 to 20 and then they put the brackets here starting at verse 9 and go at the end of the after at the end of the book they close off the brackets which is basically casting doubt and leaving it up to you do you believe this is the word of god Yea, have god said these words has is this inspired scripture if it is why are these brackets here and if it's not why are you including it here? It's only casting doubt and doubt and doubt, and that's all it can do. See, and that's
1: the scary part. So, like I said, I'm going to put this up on KC Telegram so you guys can, I highly recommend watching because this, he did phenomenal research because he, he literally goes back and he juxtaposed um, the King James Version with the new translations. And he even says, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, King James version's like the one, you know what I'm saying, but but anything that predates. Um, you know, so you go back to Geneva, some of the earlier scriptures that have all this stuff in here, but on um, what he's saying, what his question is is did Satan infiltrate the newer versions of these translations? Because okay, if Let's just say Jay Wu was a King James guy, read everything, understands, you know, the original scripture within King James. And then he goes up and picks up the English standard or the NIV or something like that. You know, you would already have an understanding as to what the scripture was, what the gospel was, where Jesus was specifically put in the places, you know, the son, because there's only one the son. I'm a son, but I'm not the son. Um, But little changes like that within the modern translation kind of removes the Jesus from it. And even here, like I said, is in this particular chapter where Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene first, they're literally put a little thing right above it that said some of the earliest manuscripts do not include this. So, and you can find multiple examples of that. Um, this is just one example. Like I said, that's why I encourage you to watch the movie because of this video, because he puts all these examples up side by side. So, Jay-woo, what are your th- what are your thoughts on this? Like, I'm not trying to discourage anybody from picking and choosing one Bible or another or judging anybody because you prefer one or the other, Um, you know, true Patriot and I've had this conversation and we joke about it. Um, You know, cause Jeff said, uh, we'll go get the kid version of King James and, and, and I, you laugh, but heck yeah, that's way more understandable to me. You know what I'm saying? I'll pick up a kid's version and, and I'll, I'll proudly admit that I'm reading the kid's version. Um, yeah. Some people prefer the newer translations over original scripture because it is easier to read Mm -hmm. um so what are your thoughts on this because like I said this you change one word and it changes the entire thing of what you said we've even talked about certain words of what they defined by meaning today are different than what they meant in the hebrew time so when you're literally changing things up um somebody picks up let's say they've never read scripture before um they're finally reaching out trying to find god they go right to the ESV, the NIV, or something like that, and then they find, they come across, some of the earliest manuscripts do not include this. So either they're not going to read what comes after that, or they're going to have doubt in what that verse is saying because it follows, you know, it's basically saying, these aren't canon. Right.
2: Well, my opinion, uh, don't, don't get me wrong, because I am totally not, I'm I'm barely bible literate so um take me with a grain of salt but at the same time god's word is God's word and and i i really think you know the king james is as as close as you're going to get to how it was written someone had pointed out to me today that uh they've even changed words in the king james
1: i've yeah because i've heard the whole mandela's and that's the thing is there's you know, when I was studying the biblical Mandela's, I'm like, well, you guys realize there's like 30 different versions of the, of the Bible. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, you may read the word matrix in this Bible, but you might not find it in another version. Um, right. but you know, that's the thing though, is it, there are so many different versions to to pick up and, you know, I know that, um, the word is the word. So, I mean, the gospel is is pretty basic and easy to understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, follow God's rules, repent, accept Christ into your heart, be thankful for the sacrifice that he made. So we have salvation. You know, ultimately it's pretty cut and dry. What the gospel is not hard to explain, but um, when you go into some of these newer scriptures and they remove Jesus, his name, or the, the, you know what I'm saying? They, they take away the importance of why that name or why the son was mentioned in the script. Even, even some of the newer versions, if you go back into like Daniel, um, if you go back into some of the earlier scriptures, there's been things in there that were changed that take away the fact that they even referred to the Son of Man coming in the clouds back in the original scripture.
2: Well, what's interesting is, uh, you know, Jim um, Warren, my, my Bible study teacher, you know, I have to take what the things that he says um, really seriously because he's one, he's 96 and two, he's been doing this a long time. And he is like Jeff. He's just you know, he likes the King James. He's about the King James, and um, and he says the Bible is canonized the way it is because everything points to Jesus. So if they're downplaying Jesus, um, that's a that's a huge issue. So for me, you know, I'm just, I'm just you know, I'm. Uh, um, I'm biting hard and swallowing, even though you know I'm practically functionally illiterate, I will. I'm doing the King James version because one, that's the way Jim likes to roll, and two, you know, everywhere I hear that that is the closest you're going to get to God's word. I mean, that is the best translation there. Is. And the these and the thous and the begats, all well, they're yeah. those are important too. Um, and once you
1: understand because like the thy and thou's are singular that mm-hmm. means like um when i say thou thine or any or thy or any of those things i'm referring to one person when you refer to you yours and th- that's when you get into your um plural so it makes sense um once you understand but you know picking somebody picking up scripture right off the bat um and going straight to king james version it is a little bit more difficult to process King James version is one that I'll have to read a verse three or four times. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where I can pick up some of the NIV and some of the other ones and go and go right through it. Um,
2: Anyway, (laughs) what's that? should. Anyway, you should read those over and over again. And, and one other point I would make is, you know, we've, in a lot of the discussions and things that have gone on lately. Um, we're coming to find that the way things are worded and said are so important and convey so much, like in our legal system and in in the constitution and and um, natural law and things like that. the 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 words that we choose and how we use them is so important. and I think it's even more so important in the Bible. So, You know, and that's why, you know, one thing, you know, Paul and, uh, you know, Jeff and I discussed this
1: one, the importance of speaking simply, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not trying to outdo each other with with scriptural knowledge, you know, you know, we're on the same team, we're trying to help one another, Um, you know, so it's, it's like the person that is educated coming up and speaking, you know, you're literally on the other side of the counter at a fast food restaurant, and they're talking all big words and stuff like that. And it's like, what's the point? Are you trying to make yourself feel better? Are you trying to make me feel stupid? You know what I'm saying? Right. Speak simply. And the thing is, is um, you know, gospel is very simple. It's very simple to speak, it's not complex. Um, you know, I think uh I may be wrong. I think it was uh Matt and Hev talked about, you know, how the crucifixion, um, Christ died on that cross was at the center of scripture, it's a center of everything that we're trying to learn. And um, you know, but at the same time for those people that dig really deep in the scripture um the ones that dig really deep that that, uh, that see those different words the different changes um it, like i said you know with, with what i had just read right here where it says some of the earliest manuscripts may not include this how many people are going to open that book and not take what comes after that seriously mhm you know and um and like he said he goes i'm not blaming the people that translated this you know but he's wondering if if the devil had some influence because um And Jeff and I've had this discussion many times as well is, you know, do I believe that because it's a living word, do I believe that the word of God can be changed? No way. Absolutely not. Everything, what they can change, whatever they want to. I think that the Bible was so brilliantly and perfectly written that no matter what they do to change it, you're still going to come up with the same answer. God is our king. He's our heavenly father. Dying on that cross gave us a chance of salvation. It's pretty simple. It's pretty cut and dry. Um, you know, but for those people that look really deep into it, some of those keys don't connect any longer, you know, I'm saying when they're trying to find all the answers that come together and, and, you know, you get into revelation and I'm still not quite sure about this because even people I've talked to go two ways on it, where it says that, um, anyone who changes the word of this book will be removed from the book of life, you know, so I don't know if they're specifically talking about the book of revelation. If they're talking about the book of the Bible in general, but, um, obviously they're talking about it. They have already thought about the possibility of somebody trying to come through and change words in the book. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and why would you, what is it? 46 authors over how many is it? A, I, I, and Jeff or Jim would know the answer, but so, so a, a lot of years, I yeah. want to say a couple thousand years. Um, and have it to all come together the way that it does and I mean, the book is miraculous yeah I mean just, just that and alone alone the the amount of authors and the time over which they had all written their parts and to have it come together so cohesively yes is unbelievable I mean I mean
1: even from disciple to disciple, the stories lining up so beautifully stories of one apostle or disciple being written by the hand of another. Um, And like you said, everything came together so perfectly, so cohesive, so brilliantly, that I honestly feel that even if they were to go in and try to change some of it, the book was too brilliantly written to where there's no way that you can change it enough without it being totally noticeable that
2: you changed it. You have to have AI to try to even come close to to doing something, and it still ain't going to be right. Yeah, because just like
1: one of the things that this guy said when he was doing the research, he's like, people were like, well, what do you think the disciples knew? He's like, this wasn't the disciples' mind. This was God's word. The disciples yep. wrote the stories, the disciples wrote their experiences, but the words were God's. You know what I'm saying? So, like, ultimately, the words that are in this book came through the disciples, came through the apostles, but they came from God. The the spirit was the author. Exactly, exactly. Well, man, it's twelve o'clock. I can't believe in an hour and a half went by really quick.
2: It is, and it's it's nine o'clock.
1: Yeah, nine o'clock your way, twelve <laughs> o'clock here. Um, but real quick before I get into prayer, man, uh, thank you. I know I reached out to you kind of last minute today, see so if you want to come on and discuss this topic, and and I'm very thankful that that you popped on, man. I absolutely love having you on the show.
2: Roger, I love being here with you, dude, and and all these, you know all these people in the chat. I just love I I love them. All this great family. I love this family too. Best family ever. 100%. You can't argue
1: that. So we'll get into a little bit of prayer and then we'll say our goodbyes for the night. So if everyone will please bow your head, let's get into a little bit of spiritual warfare. Heavenly father, thank you again for another day. Thank you for this lovely family that keeps growing bigger and bigger. Dear Lord coming together in your heavenly name and figuring out better ways that we can serve you father. We are all experienced some form of, of war fatigue, some form of anxiety is something. There's just so much going on in this world right now. So I ask that you remove all that from us, fill us with your heavenly spirit, your energy, your love, dear Lord, so that we can stay on this path and stay focused without getting deceived. Dear Lord, we're going to need discernment. We're going to need wisdom more than we ever have, dear Lord, because the devil's doing everything he can to fool this world and to pull him away from you. But dear Lord, the more they pull, pull us away from you, the more the strength, the more of a relationship I want with you, dear Lord, because we know that we chose the right side in this one. There's only one God. There's only one highest of highs, dear Lord, and that is our Heavenly Father. That is you, dear Lord. So thank you for loving us enough to stay in our life during this time to bring us through these situations. Thank you for giving us this beautiful prayer family coming together and praying for all the health, all of the prosperity, all of the financial issues that people are going through dear lord you have put us all here to help one another out during these times so i ask dear lord that you continue giving us all the all the patience that we need right now the same patience that you had with us let's have with others dear lord so we can continue to pray for our enemies continue to work in others lives continue to plant those seeds dear lord those seeds may not be ready to grow yet but one day they will and it's just going to have one more one more servant in your heavenly army dear lord so thank you Thank you for loving us enough to have us born during this time, dear Lord, so we can be part of what's going on. Remove all the stress and the anxiety that's going to be inevitable as we come through these times, dear Lord. Remember you said to fear not, dear Lord, to take away all that fear as well so that we can face anything on this battlefield. Dear Lord, with you, we are capable of anything. Without you, we are capable of nothing. So thank you for making us all the way that you've made us, dear Lord. Thank you for blessing us each with different skills and different missions during this war. Dear Lord, our missions may be separate seemingly, but together we are one great mission together, and that is in this battle between good and evil. It's showing the light on all the darkness, dear Lord, and exposing the lies and showing the truth of what this world really is. So, dear Lord, no matter what happens this year, Let us be ready for it. Let us have open minds, dear Lord. Let us stay focused on the kingdom, dear Lord, but let us be ready for anything that the evil and the devil and the demons try to put onto us in this coming year. It's going to be messy, dear Lord, and we know that this is literally the final battle, and we know, dear Lord, that you're going to come here. and You're going to take us all home at some point. We just don't know when that time is. So, dear Lord, give us the patience, the courage that we need during this time to continue to serve you. Continue to let us not only focus on heaven, but focus on this earth, dear Lord, and continue this battle that we're having right here on this earth. Let us be ready to make some big changes. Protect those that cannot protect themselves. Let's work in the children's lives, dear Lord, so they know you from the beginning of their life all the way through until the very end. Dear Lord, This world would be a whole lot better place if everybody knew who you were. But this devil has done everything they can to pull people away and to make them selfish. So, dear Lord, while the world is becoming selfish, let us start focused on being selfless. Let us worry about helping others and not just ourselves. Dear Lord, let us unite and not divide. Let us strengthen your heavenly army, dear Lord, until the time it is to enter that battlefield. But on that day, dear Lord, let us be ready at the most to fight this war with information. And scripture and prayer. But dear Lord, if it comes time to pull the rocks from the pockets and pull the sword from the sheath, let us not back down. Let us not waver. Let us walk straight into that battlefield and be willing to give our lives for others the same way you gave your life for us. And we love you with all of our hearts and are thankful for everything that you bless us with. In Jesus Christ's name and our heavenly father's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. And uh, thank you. And and real quick, if uh, I don't know, if I think I saw Dew in here. Oh, there he is. Do sprinklers. Happy birthday you man. So glad that you made it in here. Very, very happy birthday to you. And I hope you had an absolutely beautiful day with your lovely lady. And, uh, you got a good meal and, and you're all snugly warm next to a fire in your house. That would be awesome. But, uh, real quick, Jay Wu, man, I want to thank you so much for popping on here again, man. I absolutely love you coming on the shows. Um, you're doing phenomenal on yours. I wish that I wasn't cooking dinner during your show. So I always get a chance to listen to it after our show, but, um, you both are doing phenomenal, man. And, uh,
2: and keep up the good work. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's all God, man. You know, he is our sponsor. Yep. That's my only sponsor. (laughs) And, uh, you know, Jim is just, he's, he's such a blessing. I I love that man. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get him to just sit around and talk because I'll sit over here sometimes for a couple hours on a Saturday and just, We'll talk, and it always gets biblical and deep, and it's always, always God-centric and, and, and Bible-related. So <clears throat> I keep trying to talk them into, you know, just, hey, you know, get together with the the Bible study crew from the Vineyard and, and just have, like, a sit around and talk. I'd love to have you and Jeff in on one of those where we just talk, you know. Oh, that'd be Although, awesome. That'd if be- Jeff's we should just invite Jeff and Jim to talk. We'll all just sit back. Let's That's what sit. I'm
1: saying. We're, all right, this is the uh, Jim and Jeff show. We're just going to sit back here and let him go. And I yeah. would be awesome to do that too. And and uh, Kitty too. One of these mornings, um, I'm going to bed about the time you guys are praying, so I just need to stay up a little longer
2: and do the prayer and then go to bed. Amen. We'd love to have you in the prayer with us, brother.
1: Yeah, because I'm always I'm always up like early in the morning when everybody else is waking up. I'm I'm like literally heading into bed.
2: <laughs> well, we'd love to have you with us. You know so and and that goes for the rest of you out there in chat if you aren't a part of our our vineyard family um prayer group um you are welcome uh there's many members there in the chat Uh, just reach out to somebody you know and we'll get you in and we'd love to have you We'd love to have your voice in prayer
1: yeah absolutely because we're gonna be needing this more and more as we're going through some crazy times get through some crazy weather get through some crazy politics possible wars Fake diseases, oh man! Twenty twenty four. Fortunately, I'm, I'm I'm ready, man. None of this stuff freaks me out whatsoever. I'm just like, all right, let's let's get this game going. <laughs> you know, so how how long have all of us just been all right? Pull the trigger already. Let's I, go for like easily six years.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know?
1: But now, um, fortunately, I've I've like found God in between that time. You know, since I started in the political rabbit holes, um, so God keeps me calm at this point. So at least I'm like, I can joke about it. I can make fun of the crazy things. It's on the 2024 bingo card. Um, right. I mean, cause like I said, I mean, no matter what happens, it all ends the same. It may get really, really ugly. It may make you a little nervous for a while, but it's still going to end the same. and I'm going to spoil it for you. And I'm going to spoil it for you again in a moment. God wins.
2: Oh, what? That's right, man. You God know, wins. Old, only thing that ever concerns me. About the end is those that don't know him, that I care about, you know
1: you know it it's also amazing how many people um, I've talked to just over the last couple months that believe in scripture, they believe in the Old Testament, they believe in the New Testament, but they don't believe in revelation.
3: <laughs>
2: well, you know, all they need to believe is that Christ died on the cross, that he was resurrected on the third day, he was seen by five hundred people. You know, if they know that Jesus did those things and he did it for them, they have salvation,
1: yep, just be ready, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like be ready have that 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 relationship with Christ, like I said, you're set whether you believe in revelation or whether you believe in rapture or not, um but nonetheless, uh I mean, prepare
2: <laughs> the by the whole Bible is important, but I mean. As far as your soul goes that's that's the most important thing but i mean from there you got to serve god
1: yeah i mean if you're not going to believe a book in the bible i guess revelation is probably the one you know what i'm saying like at least you believe the important 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 stuff like salvation you know god died on that cross re- relationship with god repentance strengthen your armor
2: well if you're going to believe one bit of the Bible, you should believe. And, and
1: That's kind of where I stand too, is that, you know, I mean, if things have been placed and removed over time because they
2: weren't Canaan,
1: you know, and then, and plus like the power of revelation, like literally the, the disciple, they couldn't kill.
2: They poisoned
1: right. the guy. They tried to kill the guy. They couldn't get her. So I'm like, man, you know what? Just go dump them on this Island. Um, God apparently isn't done with them yet.
2: <laughs> and that's, I mean, and that's faith. I mean, when you when you start looking at some of these characters in the Bible and and what they endured and uh what what they were willing to do because they believed so ardently and and trusted so fully God that they would do anything for him and that's that's the question that always rolls through my mind you know if God asked me to kill my son which you know luckily for me I don't have a son but You know or my wife or or a close friend i mean man i i would have a hard time putting my dog down much less you know someone i truly love i know man
1: but i'd be standing over my dog with a knife until god said okay you passed the test you know i'm not gonna not listen to what he tells me to do
2: right but i mean you have to be moving with that intent like i'm going to do this before you'll stay your hand you know at least
1: that's yeah, I'm like, I, I can't promise you I'm not going to cry.
2: <laughs> but
1: I'm yeah, no, it is about trust. And real quick before I t- um, take off or end the show real quick, because, uh, you know, Kitty to Karen um, says, Revelation is written in a different style than the other parts of the Bible, which many people struggle to understand. And that I, I agree with 100% because, um, you know, it's, it's most things are pretty cut and dry when you're reading, reading Scripture. I mean, there's some metaphor, obviously parables. But when you get into... Revelation, you know there's a lot of is this metaphor or is this um exactly what is going to happen? you know' what I'm saying it's heaven headed dragons and so forth, so I mean that does make sense why people struggle with that one more than others, but I'm one of those firm believers that if you believe anything in the Bible, you believe everything in the Bible
2: well, look what's going on around right now. I mean there's some weird stuff going on in it. and we're really at a point where you can't even trust your own eyes. No, like you, AI, yeah, exactly. Eyes or ears, you're right. But the Bible, you can trust. And I just got to say that that uh, Kitty to Karen, I call her Miss Kitty. She's pretty cool. I love Kitty. She's awesome.
1: Oh yeah, man, I love Kitty to Karen. Um, but once again, it's already twelve. Twelve. I'm gonna get to work tonight. So, uh, brother, once again, thank you so much. Thank you for the show you're doing. Thank you for all that you're doing. Um, with all the different uh, signal apps, the, uh, prayer groups and so forth, man. Um, you're just another great example of people that are stepping up and doing what we need to do right now, as we all try to figure out what we need to do. Um, like I said, I've got that, that itching in me and it's like, God needs me to serve him in a different way than I am. And I just got to learn to listen harder.
2: Right. Well, and it, it never feels like you're doing enough,
1: right? That's, that's where I'm at. It's like, okay, what do I do now?
2: Got plenty of spare time. I could be doing more.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I try to take that time and pray until I can figure out exactly
2: what what the mission is. He's, and he's he's a good, loving, and gracious God. So he we just gotta have faith and trust, and he will point us in the right direction. Exactly,
1: and that's that's what gets us to these times. Other than that, I'd be going crazy right now. I would have already been pulling the rocks out of my pocket. I can promise you that. Man, I've already been in big trouble. I already have, I've already been in prison at some point. Whoa. God God <laughs> keeps me calm.
2: Thank God for God. Exactly. Um, but thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. I love being on here with you. And this is just, it's good times.
1: Oh, my pleasure. And uh, let me know, man, um, you know, when we're going to get to work on doing like intros for shows and stuff like that, man, let me know. I'm here for you. And uh, let me know if you find any songs on that thing that I sent you. Those are all royalty free. So you won't have any issues with somebody trying to pull it.
2: Yeah, no. And I, I've i already been listening to it. Um, and I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I, you know, I, I'd be much less further along if it weren't for your help. Oh, my so. pleasure.
1: Like I said, you can type in keywords like gospel, Christian into that little thing and it'll narrow your music down.
2: Mm-hmm. So. No, I found some really cool. Uh, uh, I'm listening to some more like kind of low tone, natural sounds, just background noise. It's pretty cool. I just awesome. I got a weird brain.
1: So, well, I look forward to it. Like I said, you guys get that script ready. I'll happily, you know, get that together for you
2: yeah I'll, and i'll i'll work on it and see you know i got to get jim's approval and once i got that we're work cool. go. awesome well brother man i love
1: you much uh i know you guys got a couple more days of cold um, hopefully you'll be warming up into the 50s like we will be next week after we you're, you're warm today everything went to slush all of a sudden ah, yeah. Nice. it was still nice. too cold to melt in our snow we didn't have a lot but like i said it's going to accumulate tomorrow evening so we'll see how that goes we'll see uh what it gets like in the negative with the snow and a lot of wind. And uh, hopefully our internet stays up because it's been pretty Perhaps. good so far.
2: Nice. But Perhaps there's a snowman in your future.
1: There will be a snowman right now. I could have only made a tiny snowman. So I'm
2: waiting, I'm holding out to make the bigger snowman.
1: Right. And I'll get my, my chickens to help me.
2: Right. Yeah. When you get the little snow, you only get those little, you know, like. Yeah.
1: What you do is you, you make like a four inch snowman and then you, you take your camera and zoom into it to make it look like a giant snowman.
2: There you go. Perfect. Get the little baby carrots for I, nose. I did
1: that in Texas once. We got a little <laughs> flurry, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to make a snowman." It was like literally like a four inch snowman sitting in the hood of my car. <laughs> but well, brother, I love you, man. Have an absolutely love beautiful rest of your night. Once again, thank you so much for coming on this evening. We'll get you back on here soon. Um, tomorrow sure. night, MSM Liars Thursday is going to be joining us. Um, depending on the weather, and then Friday night we'll be chasing squirrels with Douglas. So we're going to have another couple of great days in conversation. Um have some blessed days at work, brother, and I can't wait until you're over here in Kentucky with us, yeah, I would you know God's will
2: God's will
1: exactly what does that question mark mean Matt and Hev? There was no question before the question mark, so I don't even know how to answer that
2: you know I can see his face right now it's a it's kind of a blank stare with a uh like a little question mark over, over his, his head, head
1: boom, wearing the Riddler outfit with a bunch of question marks all over it.
2: It's like when the, when the dog looks at you and turns its head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I know mine does
1: it all the time. I love that, that little, especially now, man. Poor little, I would say poor little girl, but she's a poor little woman. So, but uh once again, thank you so much for coming on. I want to thank everybody out here. I love y'all very much, and I thank you so much for all that you do. Like I said, we're going to get through this just fine. Things are going to get a little bit chaotic, but we're going to get through everything just fine. Once again, I love you, and a very, very happy birthday to you, Sprinklers. Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your evening and your birthday. All of you have a beautiful evening. We will see you tomorrow evening for Kilted Christian, episode 525, Thursday night. MSM Liars, John, will be joining us. In the meantime, I love you all, and I leave you with this.
0: Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light
1: an absolutely beautiful rest of your evening. Thank you so much for joining us for Kilt to Christian episode 524. Jay Wu, the Pooh and the coo. Guys, we'll be back tomorrow for Kilt to Christian episode 525 with MSM Liars on Thursday. But in the meantime, I'm we'll spoil it for you again, God wins. So fear not, stress not, let go of the anxiety, hold that line, pray, 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 and spread that gospel from nation to nation. We have very little that God's asked us to do, but we always want to step up and do more. We will have everything that we need in our artillery bag to get through these chaotic times because we know how it ends. Once again, God wins. Guys, I love you all very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your evening. We will see you tomorrow evening for episode 525 of Kilted Christian. In the meantime, I love you all, and God bless.